You are listening to Meet the Thriller Author, the podcast where I interview writers of mysteries, thrillers, and suspense novels. I'm your host, Alan Peterson, and this is episode number 64. In this episode of the podcast, I'm going to be interviewing David Banner, who lives in the coastal southeast. He is the author of the Dangerous Waters thriller series, uh, which is set in the Gulf Coast of Florida. Uh, his first three books in that series are out now, and they're doing very well on Amazon. And he hopes to continue writing uh, Florida-based adventure books while exploring his ever-increasing love of the water. So I'll be talking to David about his uh, new series, uh, how he came about uh, the idea for uh, writing these uh, books, and uh, his thoughts on them uh, doing so well right out of the gate, and a whole bunch more. So stay tuned for uh, this uh, episode coming up here in just a moment. Quick reminder to please uh, rate and review this uh, podcast on iTunes, on Stitcher, or Google Play, wherever you listen to your uh, podcast. Your reviews, your rate helps me get the word out about this podcast, and uh, so your support is much appreciated. Okay, so here is episode number 64. Hey everybody, this is uh, Alan Peterson with Meet the Thriller Author, and for uh, this episode of the podcast... I am talking with uh, David uh, Banner on Skype. How are you doing, David? Good. How about you, man? I am doing great. Thanks for being on the uh, podcast. Can you tell the readers a little bit about yourself? always lived kind of in the coastal southeast part of the United States, and um, I've always just kind of loved, like, the water and the beach, and I uh, lived about an hour and a half, two hours from there uh, most of my life. And then I got, I always loved to read, and I was just reading a lot lately, and I got reading like Donnie McKenna's books and Wayne Stinnett's books. And the more I got reading it, the more I'm like, I, I want to write one. I just want to write one. So then I did. And that's how I kind of ended up at this point. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, those, are the, the, those Florida coastal ones of uh, 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 books that seem to be so popular with the readers. Yeah, it's. Um, I think it's just because it's kind of an escapism, you know. People just, there's... You know, so many people are so, so far from a beach or a coast or water. And I think it's just, when you think of a vacation, that's what you think of, and you read to escape. So I think that's why people just kind of gravitate toward that. And so your series is a Dangerous Waters uh, thriller series. Can you tell us about uh, about that one? Sure. It's um, So it's based off of, it's mainly focused on these two brothers, uh, the first one being... Um, Brandon Waters, and, and when it starts off, their um, their parents have disappeared uh, a long time ago. When they were kids, they just woke up one day and their their parents were gone. And so the older brother Brandon had to sort of raise his younger brother Micah. And then in the first book, um, they get this weird visit from this person who had been handling their estate, telling them that they've inherited a house on Anna Maria Island. And uh, through just kind of this random series of events, the the brother gets fingered for a murder that um that brandon knows he couldn't have committed so if then he kind of sets off on this quest to clear his brother and in the meantime gets his his self uh fingered for another murder (laughs) um and then so he's got to kind of handle that and clear both both their names at the same time while you know trying not to die and is his background is he like a cop or no, I was gonna do. I was gonna maybe start him off as being a PI or, or a police officer or something. But then I thought I would rather him not because I would rather him go into it not knowing. His parents were these very famous um, 
private investigators in the state of Florida when they disappeared. So he kind of vowed that he would never, never get into that business. And then, but he had kind of this, you know, auxiliary knowledge of it from everything he had heard from them and learned from them. And then whenever his brother got thrown in jail for that murder, he had to kind of get himself into that world. He swore he never would. Yeah, so that's kind of cool. So it's kind of like a, kind of different from 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 most of those uh, type of books. Yeah. Where they're not a real. They're not a professional cop or something. No, he's not at all. He kind of starts out um, with very little idea as to what he's actually doing, mm-hmm. and he kind of learns along the way. He gets help from uh, kind of a set of interesting characters. A girl named Hope, um, who grew up kind of in this weird way, kind of that he did, and it it he manages to do it. <laughs> it's not easy. <laughs> so now, for those series, uh, for the series, like the like um, the location is so, is such a big part of the book. Is is that the same uh, for your series? And is that is it based on, is that a real island or is it? Do you, is it? Like, oh yeah, no, Anna Maria Island is when the when the uh, first book starts. They're in Miami, but they quickly leave there, and because the house he inherits is in Anna Maria Island. Anna Maria Island is uh, one of. It's down on the Gulf side. It's down kind of below Appalachia, where Donnie McKenna's books are set. And it's yeah, it's a real island. It's very kind of old school. There are a few resorts there, but not not a lot. And um, I had heard about it uh, years ago on an episode of I think maybe like um, City Confidential or something. And there was a lady there who had owned a hotel, and she was murdered. And that story always kind of stuck with me. And then. I've never actually been to Anna Maria Island. I just kind of researched it a lot, and I will be going later this year now that I've written these, but I just started there because I just loved the look of it. And so right now you have two books out, and you have a third one coming out? Yeah, it should be out this sometime this week. Oh, so can you tell us a little bit about the third book? Like, what's the, what's the title? And The third book is, is called Dead on the Docks. It, um, it takes place in St. Augustine, Florida. Actually, he it starts off, he's in his home of Anna Maria, and in the second book, he and his brother opened a bar on that island, and his brother sort of entered into a relationship with Hope, the girl from the first book that he had met, and who has this kind of connection to his past and his family that he didn't know about. And the brother and her have kind of started a relationship, so they all stay behind, and he gets a call and goes up to St. Augustine, and it turns out it was a the call was a trick it's from his former best friend who he hasn't seen in years and the the friend's father has been murdered and the his new wife has been fingered for the crime but the but his friend is sure that she didn't commit it and he needs his help to kind of clear her and there's another element that's this sort of underground fighting ring that's been going on by these um really wealthy people there's a lot of wealth up that way from uh, a long time ago, whenever it was founded by like these Spanish conquistadors, and it's, so it's a l- lot of old like Spanish style family and wealth that's up that way, and I kind of play into that. Hmm. And so now you've uh, yeah, I've been seeing your books. You're pretty, uh, uh, very prolific uh, with these books. Uh, uh, what's your writing process like? Do you have do you like did you get the idea and you just start writing them, or do you like outline them and plot them all out? I don't plot them too heavily because I don't I have. I have trouble sticking to it when I plot it super heavily like that. So what I do is I usually just write like six points, a beginning and end, and then a few in between. And I'll lay those out. And then so my, the desktop of my computer ends up being cluttered with like a thousand sticky notes of all these things I'm going <laughs> to incorporate. And I kind of work my way through those as I go. And, but it doesn't, 
even with all that, it doesn't stop me from having to go back and change things or add things or remove things. And so it, it, it's a process, but I enjoy it very much. Yeah, that's a cool one. The stickies, yeah. As I'm amazed with people. Some people like all like super high tech with all these things, and then a lot of so a lot of people do like longhand or stickies. It's pretty cool to see everyone does it differently. It's whatever it works yeah. for the writer. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people use like um, like Scrivener and all these apps with all this elements and stuff, and I, I don't. I just literally just a thousand sticky notes. <laughs> and you use that word <laughs> to write to, to do the actual writing. Yeah, I use I use Word and nothing else actually, cool. just Word, and I make uh, I do the covers myself. Because I've very, I'm just a very limited Photoshop knowledge. So. Oh wow! You did your covers yourself. Those are. Yeah. Those are really nice covers. I'm impressed. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> that is cool too. You save a, save a lot of money on the covers. <laughs> yeah, I just I I just figured I'd do them myself because I could. So why not? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Well, yeah. When they turn out like that, yeah. <laughs> uh, so how many more books um, are you gonna have out in the series, or is it gonna continue on? Oh yeah, it will continue on. I've got about the next three planned out right now, and usually once I complete one, I try to plan out another one so that I always have like about three ahead of myself planned out. And for the moment, it's just going to continue, hopefully for quite a while. Yeah, because they're selling very well, and it's pretty impressive. Because uh, did you have like a, a a fan base from before, or is it no? I just launched them, uh, and the first one kind of took off, and pretty quickly after, maybe about two weeks, um, and then the second one, when it was released after the after everything generated, like the lists and the also bots and everything, it kind of took off too. I had a friend; um, he writes a series too, Mark Stone, the Coastal Justice series. Uh, I had him share it in his newsletter, and that kind of gave me a little bit of an initial boost and. But they just kind of took off. And so you said now you you influenced uh, that you like to read in this in this genre. So that was you've always been a fan of, of reading thrillers and mysteries. Oh yeah, mysteries and thrillers have always been any kind of mystery and thriller, even like cozy mysteries like Agatha Christie. Um, <clears throat> then the newer cozy mysteries uh, like Agatha Frost, mm-hmm. both Agatha, like e- any of them, just any thriller or mystery has always been what I was what I gravitated toward. And then I just have such a love of the coast and the water that the two of them just kind of that was where i went and do you still uh, find time to read now or are you too busy writing and putting these out <laughs> no I, I read still um i kind of think you have to mm-hmm. if you i mean a little bit i don't i can't do it as much as i would like to because i'm busy with this but i still make a point to do it you know, at least every couple of days to read something how, how do you get your ideas do you are they like based from like news events or they're based from news events a little bit, yeah. Like the the first one, um, like I said, was there was a murder on Anna Maria Island that actually happened of a lady named Sabine. I think she was an immigrant from somewhere. She owned a hotel, and she was murdered. And it turned out to be by her this guy she was having an affair with. And that and that's where I kind of I kind of pulled a lot from that real life murder to put in the first book, and then the second book um, I just do like. I just research and try to find things that have actually happened kind of near there and pull elements from different parts of them. And then some of it is I just come up with, but I try to incorporate, you know, at least some parts of things that actually happened. And uh, does any of your personality or traits make it into your uh, characters like Brendan Waters? Or <laughs> Yeah, he, he's not too far off from me, actually. He just kind of, 
a lot like I said a lot of the people the main characters in the genre a lot of the protagonists are police officers and detectives and he's just not he just started out wanting to be left alone and just to not be murdered or go to prison mm-hmm. that was his really his driving force throughout the entire book he wasn't trying to like serve this big justice in any way i mean he kind of is now that he's fallen into it a little bit more and with every book it gets it goes toward that a little further but he and i are not not too far apart now in terms of personality (laughs) (laughs) so are these books i know they're part of a series but each each is it like each book each story is a standalone Um, like everything is solved in that book yeah everything is solved in that book with the exception of the um overarching uh, mystery of what happened to their parents. Oh, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. He still doesn't know. There was a guy in the first book named Sonny who who had some information, but um, he met an unfortunate end <laughs> in that book. <laughs> and so he never got to find out what it was he actually knew. And he's there are little things along the way in each book, and I, I, I will answer that mystery because I have it. I already know, and I have it planned out, but not right now <laughs> and what are the uh, what are the challenges that you face when you're when, when you start to write these stories like the research and can you just go a little bit about your process for doing that i think the biggest um obstacle that probably any any um author would face would be just sitting in the chair and actually doing it mm-hmm. that's i have a bit of a problem with that there's always a million things to do and like even though you're just sitting in this very stationary position just typing the thought of it at times seems exhausting as i'm sure you know and so Mm -hmm. it can be that's like a a big obstacle is just to actually sit down and take the time and actually do it and then once you once i well any me anyway once i cross that hurdle and i actually spend five minutes writing i'm i'm all about it i'm totally fine i'll write for hours but before that it's just like oh my god you know (laughs) It's the thought of it is so daunting. And do you usually write like uh, in the same spot, uh, or do you go to like coffee shops, or? No, I always write sort of um, in the same spot. Uh, well, same couple of spots, which would be either on my couch or in my kitchen. I, I don't like writing in bed. A lot of people write in bed, but the just the physical position of it irritates me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I, I could never I see that either. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand how people do that, and then you're like sinking into the mattress and it's just all on level and I, I just can't. So I try to do it at a table and I can do it at the couch. Sometimes I'll just sit on the couch and do it if I'm feeling super lazy. But that's, I always do it in one of those two places. And when you're writing, uh, when you're like trying to finish a book, do you have, do you set like uh, writing goals? Like I want to write X amount of words today or? Yeah, I always try to do, I try to never stop in the middle of a chapter mm-hmm. and then I always try to do about two chapters like per sitting and I usually try to sit down and write about twice a day and a chapter usually ends up for me anyway being around 1500 to 2000 words by the time you published the first one you already had worked on the uh, on the second and the third one yeah by the time the first one was uploaded actually um, after it went to an editor I had, a, I had a, the first one edited twice actually um from for a miscommunication between me and my original editor but yeah <laughs> i know um, that was <laughs> yeah it's it's there's a lot that goes into it it's just even small things can make you 
to make that happen. But the, by the time the first one was uploaded, I was nearly done with the second one. And now the second one is up and I am done with the third one. I'm just waiting for it to come back from my copy editor so I can go ahead and get that out there. And do you have that one on, on pre-sale or you, just, or you don't do that? One? No, I didn't do a pre-order with it because I wasn't sure how long it was going to take him. Uh, but I will likely start doing pre-orders uh, soon because I'm, I'm writing them quicker than I can upload them. So I'll have a couple backlog probably and I will start the pre-orders soon. I would like just, you know, like the things you need, like my mailing list to grow and just to sort of get a better foothold on it and then I'll start the pre-orders. Yeah, because that's a pretty amazing because I, I was just looking at your uh, at your your first book. It just got published in January of, of this year. So Yeah, it was like January 31st, I think. Wow. So, second you, one. <laughs> so you're, it's like really taken off like crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's been quick. And then the second one came out, I think, on the 20th of February or something. So it wasn't even a full month. And this one probably won't be a full month either because... I'm supposed to have it sometime this week, and I'll probably just go ahead and put it out there. So it's all sort of quick. <laughs> <laughs> and are you getting a, a are you getting a, a messages from readers, and are you starting to get, get uh, that stuff? Yeah, a little bit. I um, and from what I hear, most people most people are enjoying it. I mean, if you look at the the rankings anyway, and the sales, it looks like people are. Mm -hmm. You get you know you get reviews of people who thought it was going to be something else and then they didn't like it because like a lot of times like if you look at Wayne Stinnett's books they're like very slice of life um and they're very slow and then you look at Donnelly McKenna's and they're the, they're sort of a little a little bit the same way but this mine are a little bit sort of harder and a little bit more action heavy and fast fast paced and I think that some people maybe don't expect that and then some people some people like it as a surprise, and then some people don't. There's like, I thought this was going to be something else, and you're like, well, I don't know what to do about that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, nothing you can do about it, and you can't please everybody, so that's uh, <laughs> no, it's impossible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you, you seem to be pleasing a lot of people because yeah, your sales ranking, uh, it's very impressive. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yeah, and so. Um, when you start working on this, um, now, you, now, now that you got something going here, um, are you? Is it still? Are you finding? I know it's not easy, easy, but are you finding the process easier? Or are you still finding like the same challenges from like when you first published your first book? No, uh, it's getting easier every time. Every chapter gets a little bit. It's when you when you start anything new, especially this where you where you're like putting it out there for people, and do you think like, well, I don't want somebody to say anything bad or someone not to enjoy it, and then you you can easily just sort of drive yourself crazy trying to go down that road. But the more I sort of write, the the less important that becomes. And I'm just like, well, I'm just going to write what I think is good and, and it'll go out and then hopefully it'll sell. And so it becomes less and less of a challenge. And as far as the writing goes, that is the same way. It It's over the course of these three books that I've written so far, it's been a quicker process. Uh, to do each one it took a, a little bit longer to do the first one than it did the second and a little bit longer to do the second than it did the third so it gets a little bit easier each time and have you been writing for a long time even before you started publishing uh, a little bit yeah i wrote i've written things um sort of with friends before and then i wrote i've written other things but it wasn't until recently that the 
you know, with the introduction of self-publishing that you could actually do it. And because before getting, trying to get an agent was like just the most uphill battle, mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's so complicated and so difficult and time consuming. And so I would try to do it and then give up and then go again and then stop. And, but it's with this that it's finally something that people can do and get the work out there and not have to go through those hoops and all that red tape that's just so unnecessary and so what keeps you going now when you're writing these uh, is... I just it's it, it's nice to hear the feedback or see the reviews and then see the sales go and see the rankings go high and it's just it's a good feeling to know that you are putting something out that people are enjoying and that you know people like to read and like to to visualize a sort of an escape from whatever it is, just boredom or whatever they may be trying, whatever reason people are reading for. But it's nice. It's just a nice feeling, and it's it's good to know. Yeah, and it's so interesting about the the whole Florida location. Um, I mean, that's got to be something that is probably well, um, just as important as even the story there, right? To get that right, and you being from there probably makes it a lot easier than if someone's just doing, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start writing about that area because it's popular, and then, you know, if they're not from there, it's going to be kind of tough, I would yeah, imagine. Yeah, I spent a lot of time there. Um, I still I, I live in the sort of coastal part of South Carolina right now, and but I still go there all the time. Mm-hmm. It's not far, and then I go... I go to like Orlando a lot or um, Miami or St. Augustine or anywhere, but I go down there all the time because it's just, um, for me, like a, like a siren song. I can't get past it. I just love the water and the coast. I hate the cold. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I just really hate it. And so anytime it even gets a little bit cold, the first thing that pops into my mind is I wonder what's happening in Key West. And so I'll check the weather and it's like 78 degrees and I'm jealous. (laughs) (laughs) because i want to go so i spend so much time there but the 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 location is just as big as characters anything else because you have to talk about like the you know the breeze and the way the heat feels and the trees and especially like old florida the the sort of anna maria part and the appalachia part and all the all these places that kind of have stayed true to the smaller the smaller boats and like the houses along the beach are not these ridiculous mansions that are just, you know, so new. And I love that older Florida that is still evident in some places. Yes. And I noticed also that uh, Amazon uh, has in the categories of sea adventures. I I didn't realize there's a whole subcategory for sea adventures. Oh yeah. There's a, there's a couple for sea adventures and um, it's, it's mostly populated by like, uh, like Wayne Stinnett, Donnie McKenna, Stephen Becker. I'm in there now. Mark Stone is in there. Um, there's a few other people, but it's all sort of these. Most of it is based down in on either one of the coasts of Florida. And like I said, I think it's just because of that level of escapism that people are looking for. So much of you know, so many people are so far from. Uh, water or a beach or anything that that's when you think of vacation or when you think of free time or what I want to do on my downtime or how do I relieve the stress of my day or whatever that's I think where a lot of people's mind heads to all right so 
And just to recap, then you have your the third the the third book is coming out. You said in March. Yeah, it should be out either by the end of this week or sometime during next. Let's see. Let people know about that. Where, where can people find you, the listeners? Uh, it can just be on my Facebook, or you can they can email me at davidbannerbooks at gmail or chat with me on Facebook. Either way, I'm always around. Anything else that you want to uh, tell our uh, listeners before I let you go? No, just that. Uh, thank you for well, you for letting me on, and then everyone else for reading. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to this episode of Meet the Thriller Author. I'd like to ask you to please review and rate this uh, podcast over on iTunes. It really helps me get the word out. If you take a few seconds of your time to uh, do that, it would be much appreciated. You can also visit my website at thrillingreads.com forward slash podcast for show notes on this episode, as well as information about the uh, podcast in general. And you can also sign up for my mailing list there. You'll be getting uh, special offers from our guests, as well as information, uh, behind the scenes information on the podcast. And uh, please do visit my author website at alanpeterson.com. I appreciate your support. And so until next episode, I will talk to you then.